Welcome to Escape the Strong Woman Trap. Today is March 8th, International Women's Day, a holiday celebrated throughout the world, just not here in the United States. It is also the Day Without Women, which is a general strike to highlight the impact of women's contributions by us not being there to make any. I sure hope you're at home for it. I am. Back when the Earth's crust was cooling, that's when I was in college, I had a man tell me that there were no great women. Yep, all significant achievements in politics, art, science, all of them come from men. He incidentally also thought we were on a date when he was telling me this, but that's another delusion. When I started pulling out the names of women and their contributions, he made some attempts to tell me why they weren't really important contributions, but eventually he fessed up to needing to defend his gender. Poor little thing. I remembered that story because when I started to work on this episode, I originally thought I was going to list off all the important contributions all of the important contributions that women have made over the course of history. Um, But I decided to not do that. It felt condescending. I could never show all the ways women have impacted the world through their contributions. I could not show the scope and weight of all we have done. There isn't enough space and there isn't enough time. And in the meantime, while it might be interesting to hear these things, out there is some sputtering, outraged defender of masculinity who's going to point to all the published, documented, canonical achievements that made it into the history books, the achievements of men, and go, Well, if you think that's important, well... I just don't have time to argue with that guy. He's not listening anyway. Instead, I want to read a short passage from one of my favorite authors, Jeanette Winterson. This is from her memoir, Why Be Happy When You Can Be Normal. This passage comes after her being interviewed for a position at Oxford, and the fellow interviewing her asked if she believed women could be great writers. And she'd never even thought that was a question. After her interview, she walked to Blackwell's bookshop, And inside, she had this insight. I had never seen a shop with five floors of books. I felt dizzy, like too much oxygen all at once. And I thought about women, all these books, and how long had it taken for women to be able to write their share, and why were there still so few women poets and novelists, and even fewer who were considered to be important? I was so excited and hopeful and troubled, too, by what had been said to me. As a woman, would I be an onlooker and not a contributor? Could I study what I could never achieve? Achieve it or not, I had to try. And later, when I was successful, but accused of arrogance, I wanted to drag every journalist who misunderstood this place and make them see that for a woman, a working-class woman who wanted to be a writer, to want to be a good writer and to believe that you're good enough, that wasn't arrogance. That was politics.
the story, the mind virus that keeps women wondering if they can contribute on a big stage to be as good as men and women are both taught that women can't contribute to the same degree as men. And both genders comply with that idea and keep the structure in place. Women remain just subordinate enough so the benefits of our trying reward the institutions that keep us subordinate. And women are led to believe that these subordinate positions are the achievement, that we've broken into higher places. That is confusing the actual achievement, the importance and real-world weight of what we do, the burden of breaking the glass ceiling. The glass ceiling is an idea that fits into a patriarchal model that women still have to prove we're good enough, good enough to get up there. We keep presenting evidence, working hard, proving and proving and proving, and still some spittle-fleck gas bag or some defensive bro needs to be convinced. The cycle never ends. It's exhausting. Trying to fit into that model will never work. Breaking glass ceilings. It's time to be insubordinate. We need to invent our own thing. I'm starting to work on a new project, and I hope you can help me out. I'm looking to interview eight women who are working in technology who want to break into leadership roles but keep hitting barriers. If this describes you or someone you know, please get in contact with me. You can write me at sasha at sashamobley.com. That is S-A-S-H-A at S-A-S-H-A-M-O-B-L-E-Y.com. Thanks for listening this week. If you're at work, please take the rest of the day off. I'll be back on March 15th with another episode. Talk to you then. To learn more about me or get information on my book, The Strong Woman Trap, go to sashamobley.com. That is S-A-S-H-A-M-O-B-L-E-Y.com or strongwomantrap.com. Technical direction was provided by Amazing Andrea. Amazing Andrea nurtures exceptional entrepreneurs by using technology to work smarter. Connect with her at amazingandrea.com. Music for Escape the Strong Woman Trap is provided by Zoe Leela through a Creative Commons license. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. Safe, safe, safe.